This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show, and you definitely got tickets. And drinks. Now hurry and make it back to your spot. Pass this person and that person about 20 more. Ooh, watch out for feet. Hey. Just keep going. A little further. Oh, there's your friend. Over here. Right where you want to be. Close enough to see the set list. And they're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Here's Hog Dini! Do not scratch your eyes! Do not scratch your eyes! Do not scratch your eyes! Hello and welcome to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, a podcast for Watford fans by Watford fans. My name is Justin. And I'm Cole. Let's get on with it. We've got a couple of games to have a look at then. Uh, chalk and cheese, I would say, Carl. Yes, mate. Yeah, night and day, these games. Bristol City, we uh, very flat, not not fluid at all. Players all over the park, not you know, not together. And then you look at the Preston game and, and we, were, we were a different class on the day. Um, so, absolutely fantastic result um, against Preston. But we've got to talk about the Bristol City game, I guess, first. So, yeah. I, I don't know what you made of it. I thought it was dreadful. Tell me. I thought it was absolutely dreadful. I thought <laughs> I mean, it was... I mean, go... No, I'm not going to hold back. Go straight in there No, that. no, let's just... Let's be honest. It was awful. It was nil-nil. I think we had one shot on goal. Um, it was uninspired. I, I, the only thing I remember the game, Carl, and again, I'm going to be lambasted for picking on the guy but Gray was shocking in that game he was absolutely shocking his touch was dreadful uh, he gave away uh, a free kick when he didn't need to on the edge of the box I just thought he looked out of sorts um, there is a highlight video that I saw today which I sent to you which was sort of the best of Andre yes, in that game and there was some dreadful stray passes I don't think he's the only one to blame but it's very easy to pick on the guy that's supposed to be sort of providing some end product I just thought it was a, a dreadful game, uh, and I think that social media agrees it was not too positive. The social mm. media after that game, yeah, no, no. I mean, the game was poor, absolutely. I, I think there are some positives to take out of it, especially from the from the management point of view. Where for the first time this season, we've actually seen a different formation, a different setup. 
didn't quite go according to plan. There mm. were, as you say, there were players just just not performing very well. And I think at, at the end of the game, I, I actually came away from that thinking we've done really well there to get a point out of that. Because again, we've said it before, on another day, we, we lose that game and we maybe lose that game two or three nil. Yeah, It, it, it was it, one of those games. Um, again, Ben Foster's probably kept us uh, in it at times. Uh, I think there was one opportunity towards the end where uh, Dan Bentley's made a decent save. I know it was right at him, but... Um, yeah. You know, either side of the goalkeeper that that goes in. So, but overall, I, I've got to agree with you. I thought Gray was terrible. I, you know, defensively we were poor. Midfield we were too deep at times, and and Bristol City really grew into the game as it as it went on, and we got away with one there. We did get away with one. That uh, Dan Bentley's uh, top was quite garish, wasn't it? They've got a la- they've got two Larry ones. They've got that one he wore, and there's another one which looks like. Do you remember the old? Uh, Denmark goalkeepers kit yes. where they won the they've got that it's really exact, yeah it's the exact same oh. it's like a, a pink and green and yellow spots I know the one you're thinking but yeah um, but it clearly put us off it did we didn't want to go anywhere you know? near him I think because well we didn't I mean it just yeah it did put us off but that was a hell of a kit <laughs> when I saw that I was like yeah. that's brave that's brave that, uh, that uh, might explain Andre's contribution it might be yeah, every time he it. ran near him he's like I'm not going anywhere near that kit yeah um <laughs> And, uh, well, that, I don't know if there's anything more to say about that game. I thought it was absolutely appalling. It's one of those games that I'm happily ready to forget that will go down in history like the 0-0 against Rotherham back in 2004, which was a cold, wet November. I think it was actually the same kind of time of year, end of November, rain, cold, 0-0. Can't remember anything about it, and that made it memorable in a way. Yeah, I think whoever's decision it was to put that game on, on Sky probably no longer works for Sky. Anymore. No, he's regretting that, isn't he? Having yeah. said that, we've got a few over Christmas who are on Sky. Have you seen? Uh, I, I've got to say something, and, I, and I, will, I will go for this this one. I think it's absolutely disgusting that they've been allowed to change the Boxing Day fixture to a 7.45 kickoff. I hadn't clocked that. So who are we playing on Boxing Day? Norwich. Mm. We've got Norwich City on Boxing Day. It is disgusting that that's been allowed to happen. Yeah, that is terrible. It's not even as if that's going to facilitate the away fans at all, is it? There's not going to be no. any away fans. Why has that got to be 7.45 to suit the TV on a bo- no, on Boxing Day? Know. 7.45 on a Boxing Day, I'm out cold. <laughs> to be fair, I might be awake by 7.45 on Boxing Day. I might not have made a midday kickoff, to be fair. I just don't I just don't get... I know the TVs rule the, rule the football. Mm. I get that. Mm. You know, I, I, I'm almost... That's fine, but Boxing Day, 7.45, why not quarter past 12? Get it over with, let people enjoy the rest of their day. But I imagine there's a game on at that time, isn't there? It's going to bonkers. Be yeah. It is bonkers. Yeah. I don't get it. I just that happens that... a lot. That happens a lot. I think that happened a couple of seasons ago as well. Who did we play? Chelsea, perhaps? I definitely went to a Boxing Day game where it was the late kickoff mm. on Boxing Day. Yeah. I think it was a couple we're, of seasons ago. So We're going to be talking about the, the, the ballot situation, but I, I can quite happily say that... Um, Watford FC, if you're listening, don't don't get me the Boxing Day one because I'm not really interested. Care, careful in it what now. you wish for, mate. <laughs> <laughs> careful what you wish for. Okay, let's talk about Preston then. A much improved game, possibly because of the improved formation and the fact that we seem to start with two up front, which seem to make a difference. Yep, yep definitely two up front. Um, again, looked looked up for it. Started brightly. I. I I've come away from that game not sure whether it was a real, real fantastic performance for us or 
Preston were poor. They were um, they're, they're playing a lot of players out of position. Preston, uh, their right winger was playing at right back and so forth, and they were missing a few. But you know, like I said to somebody, we we weren't exactly full strength, and we we looked really confident and gave them gave them no real opportunity. The goal they scored was was a freak goal. I don't really blame anyone for that. Yeah. Yeah, Foster looked a bit wrong footed, didn't he? To be fair, yeah, he was going one way and it, it took a, a, a horrible deflection and, and mm. straight in. But you know that that happens. I, I can live with that. And the pleasing aspect of it is probably two, three weeks ago, maybe a bit more. At two one, we start to look nervous. We start to look like we're sitting back and you know, oh God, we're going to concede and, and yeah. whatever. But we didn't. We, we got straight back on the front foot. Agreed. Got at him again. I thought. I thought Queener was excellent. Yeah, he was great. He looked really, really sharp. Got yeah, himself a goal. Yeah, I think um, um, obviously. Yeah, well, Jao Pedro, his goal was kind of a replica of one that was ruled for offside in the first half. Yeah, same sort yeah. of thing, far post, sort of tapping, if you like. I was going to say, do you think we've we've definitely been working on set pieces? I know Garner looks looks very much like he's um, the set piece taker, especially in the Bristol City game. He, he he took a lot of corners and free kicks, but we we do look a lot. A lot more at it where set pieces are concerned this season. It's an enormous improvement. I think our free kicks mm. were dreadful last season and possibly towards the latter end of the season previous to that as well. Unless Holobas was playing and he thought, well, we might have a chance from a corner. Um, mm. But of course, he didn't play many games last season at all. Yeah, no, he's definitely improved. And I think Semmer as well, when he takes corners, looks a little bit more confident and the ball is actually going in a yeah. fairly reasonable area. Um, James Garner, though, his hairstyle bothers me it's very looks yeah. like a lego man gets on your nerves doesn't it It does that man's paid quite a lot of money you'd have thought he might have been able to go i mean obviously you know they must be shut at the moment the hairdressers i guess but other players don't have that haircut come on come on james you paid a lot of money get it sorted son because i that i was watching him the other day thinking that's a dreadful haircut it really is it's like a Beatles mop I think top. You text me, I think you texted me to say, what has James Garner got on his head? I think I might have done, yeah. I think that's how much I was upset by it, Carl. I must have, like, you know, my mind must have been wandering off the football at that time because I was so awestruck by James Garner's barnet. Yeah, not not good. <laughs> um, so, Troy smashed one down the middle at a penalty, uh, which was Troy. That's what he does. Good old Troy. That's yeah. what he does. The goalkeeper stood, though, and he... He, he did. He it was knew. a bit... Yeah, yeah. He did, if it he hadn't gone stand. so high, I think he might have actually caught that one yeah uh, and Chalabar's goal was spectacularly taken as fantastic well fantastic goal we, we've got to mention that on it on its own I thought the, the link up play for for Troy and I, I've been critical of Troy Deeney this season because of his off the field stuff that he's doing with talk sport and so forth but yeah. look this is this is what I this is what I was saying all I'm interested in is Troy Deeney number nine doing his thing and and stuff like that and and that's what I want to see from Chalabar I want to see Chalabar breaking into the box and going for it. I want to see him more box-to-box. Box. Well, we were actually talking um, uh, about that to Luther Blissett last week. He said, when do you see the midfielders breaking forward? And we said, well, we haven't been mm. seeing that. And, then, you know, obviously... We have now. We have now. Yeah. And it works. Yeah, no, so that was a much-improved game and does give us confidence going into the Nottingham Forest game. They're languishing down the bottom somewhere, aren't they? Just above the drop zone, I think, Struggling. Forest. Yeah, um, they are struggling. Um, East, East Midlands clubs at the moment aren't doing too well in the Championship. No. Um, we have just also found out that we will be playing Manchester United away in the FA Cup third round. Yeah, your thoughts on that, Carl? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Look, it's a one-off game. I'd love to go to Old Trafford and win, but it's. 
I always used to love the FA Cup. Well, I still love the FA Cup, of course, but I used to used to look forward to the FA Cup draw and there was a little bit of buzz about it. And today, I, I actually forgot it was on. It was yeah. only because when I was speaking to you, you went, oh, I've got the FA Cup draw. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I would and I would have loved the uh, Canvey Island away or Boreham Wood. something like that. Or um, Wood and Canvey Island. Marine. Yeah, Marine would have been good. Marine, Marine away. <laughs> but then, but I, I would have only have liked to do that if we were going. If you're going to go. And, you I know, agree. it's places like that. We, we, we don't get to go. And no. I don't want to sound snobbish or out of order here because I, I, I'm sure, I, but actually I will. I've been to Old Trafford more times than some Man United supporters. <laughs> so, but to go, so to go again, it's not it's not a huge thing for me. Maybe if we were languishing in the championship for the next, I mean, touch with some wood here. Yeah. That's me touching wood. Yeah. But that never happens. Yeah. But, you know, if we languish in the championship for years and we don't go, of course, you, you'd be like, oh, we're going to Old Trafford. But yeah. it's so recent. It's, it's you know, I just don't, I just can't, because we're not going and because we haven't got that connection at the moment with, with football as such, it's hard to get up for it, you know. It'd uh, be nice it's if we sad, win, obviously. Sad state of affairs. If we beat Man United in the third round of the FA Cup, that'd be nice. I mean, that would be nice. Anyone that be beats fantastic. Man United in the third yeah, round oh, yeah, of the Cup. But yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be one of those games that will be probably something that I'll watch on catch up on the roundup with the match of the day highlights or whatever because it's not a novelty, really, is it? And that does sound arrogant, no. but it's not a novelty game. It does, and, and I don't want it to. I'm not being arrogant. I know you're, you're no one of the least arrogant people I know. I know, but you know, for, what was one of the games? Uh, Morecambe have been drawn away to. It'll come to it's a Premier League team. I've yeah, been. yeah, but. You know, for for Morecambe fans to go to wherever they would, they would, they'd be buzzing for that. Yeah, and they're not going to get to experience it, and, and that's sad. And often, mm. the fact that I'm not going to Old Trafford is okay. I'm not going to Old Trafford, but I would. I'm not. I haven't been to. I'm not going to Nottingham Forest, and I would normally go to that. Right. You know, and I'm more upset about that. So it's, it's. It, I think it's because I haven't been to places like Nottingham Forest for a long time, and mm. you know, all the all the Championship grounds. It's that's what I get more. Anxious about than than not going to Old Trafford. Yeah, but if we win, of course. Yeah, well, be like... it'll be in the history books. It'll be you know if we yeah. win, Watford beat Man United in the FA Cup. That will be in the That's it. the history books, and we'll be covering it here. And we'll be covering it exactly right, exactly right. <laughs> Okay, so we've got uh, a decent question here. That I, I, as soon as I got it, it was one of those that I had to send over to you. Um, so it comes from a good friend of the podcast, Jason Grace. Now, Jason has said, best five chance, in your opinion, over the last five years. Now, he, he's given me um, a, a couple to, to kick us off with. And the two that he's picked, uh, his top two, uh, are the Javi Garcia chance. Uh, and the Iggy chant, right? The Aguilo chant. Now, right. this is this is this is one of those questions where we could probably talk for the entire podcast about the best one, but we have to pick five. So you have to have your top five. That's can the idea I of can I just say that I sit in the Graham Taylor stand? So you don't sing? I, I do, <laughs> but I don't always get the words to the songs until about three months after I've caught right. them all from the rookery end. <laughs> Because okay. no one ever passes a, a lyric sheet out from the rookie. Yeah, yeah. We've just started a new chant and we think this is what it should be. So over the past yeah. five years, I'm going to struggle. I have to say a little okay. bit. Well, um, I, I can help you. I mean, I, I was at the birth of one of those songs. Uh, were you we at the mentioned. birth of the Nigel Pearson one? 
I was at the well, I was at the birth of the Nigel Pearson one. I was also at the birth of the Javi Garcia one. Right. Which is probably in my top five because it's it's one of those songs that it just kept coming up wherever I went. So even not at football, even when I was at work or, or doing something like that, it was just one of those one of those chants that would just appear right. for you know, from other other fans, other people singing, Oh, we saw you on the TV. What's that song about your manager? Yeah. And then you'd go into it, yeah. yeah. So That's no, a great at, chant. It's a great chant. It is a great chant. And um, my fondest memory of that chant would obviously be the semi-final against Wolves at Wembley, mm, where that seemed to yeah, be yeah. sung on the train all the way there, all the way back, and throughout the whole match, actually. Yeah. So yeah, I love that chant. Um, my problem, like I say to you, is um, I don't always know all the words to all the chants. So okay. you'll find me sort of going... Uh, we've uh, got Kapoo, Etienne Kapoo, because I don't actually know the rest of it. Um, so it's, I understand the middle bit is something about he's better than Zidane. Is that correct? Uh, for the Kapoo one? Yes. Yeah, so uh, we've got Kapoo, Etienne Kapoo. I Just don't, don't think, think you'd understand. Yeah, or whatever understand. Yeah. yeah. And then the, man, the bit that always used to, to cock up was the manager, because the manager changed so often. Right. You'd have a few people going, he's Havi's man. Oh, oh, no, he's not. He's Pearson's. Oh. Ah, <laughs> oh, and it would it all fall apart, right? But, so how would it be now? Would it be it's Ivic's man? Would it fit that way? Yeah, so it'd be we like... got Kapu, Etienne Kapu. Just don't okay. think you'd understand. And he's Ivic's man. He's better than Sedan. We've got Etienne Kapu. Well, yeah, I, I feel as if I can join in with that now on my there own in the Graham there Taylor stand. <laughs> and then obviously that Nigel Pearson one was really good. The uh, yeah. Cathcart at the back, Dini in attack, I thought was excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and again, that was, um, I think that started at... Um, Bournemouth? Bournemouth, yeah. I'm sure it was Bournemouth. I'm pretty sure it's Bournemouth. Um, I think it was lurking around before then, but I, I certainly remember it being um, away at Bournemouth. We were singing it. Um, but what? yeah, that was, I mean, short-lived, mind you. Yes, but... we didn't get to sing that one very often. I hope no. you appreciated it whenever it was sung. Yeah, um, at the back, Dini in attack. That's brilliant. That's excellent, that is. That's, that's really good. Uh, the other one as well that sticks out in my mind, we stole from um, whichever club he was at previously, which was the Lolo 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 Kike Sanchez Flores. Yeah. Which I thought yes, was very good. That was very good. Yeah, that was that was the first... Uh, that would be his we... first period with us. Yeah. I can't imagine it got sung very often during his second once. <laughs> Must probably the Arsenal game where we snatched a draw from the mouth of defeat. I think it was the Arsenal game, yeah. But yeah, that was that was a a great cheer. Again, it's one of those things that I've got so many videos of of being away at different grounds and us singing different songs, and and all of those ones we've just mentioned pop up on my video. And sometimes it's quite nice to go to go through them. I mean, there are some classics though that that I do love. Are we talking older than five years? Yeah, and okay. one I particularly love, and you'll appreciate this one, and I, I I consider myself to be one of the people on away days. Now, anyone that's that's seen me on away days knows I'm normally a few beers in my system and quite vocal. Right. So I'm always attempting to start songs wherever I can. And the one that I always love is Stevie Palmer. Right. Now, that is a fantastic chant, um, which I remember from when he played for us. I assume the reference to him smoking a certain marijuana. substance. Okay, <laughs> all right, let's go with it. I assume the reference to him smoking marijuana is because he was a student at Cambridge. I believe, yeah, something to do with a university. I, it's never proven, I'm sure. But, I've but... got very, very strong memories of, you know, when we won the old second division and they had yep. a, a, a bus that went round the town? Yep. 
I've got very, very strong memories of waiting outside the Flag and Firkin for the bus. Yeah. The bus came round, and of course it flashed by in a matter of seconds. So I thought, that's not long enough for me, I'm going to follow the bus. So me and my brother followed the bus all the way down Clarendon Road, right round the ring road that they'd closed off for the bus, into into the lower end of the high street. I remember clearly singing the Stevie Palmer song, and Steve Palmer giving it the two fingers from his mouth as if he was smoking something <laughs> as he heard me singing it. That's one of my strongest memories. Um, so, yeah, that is a fantastic chant. That is. It's a classic, isn't it? It's a classic. It's one I love. I do love getting that one going wherever possible. But one of the worst ones I've ever heard at uh, any, gr- any ground, to be fair, was hot dog, sausage roll, come on Watford, score a goal. That's a very old one, yeah. That's a proper, yeah. proper old one, that is. Oh, dear McGee. I think one of my favourite ones of all time was Clint Easton's, which was basically, ah, Clint Easton. <laughs> genius. Absolute genius. See? I mean, he doesn't even deserve his own chant, but if you've got a name like Clint Easton, that's where that's going to go. That's where that's going, isn't it? That yeah, is where absolutely. That's going. Uh, and a friend of mine allegedly uh, got asked to leave a venue within Disneyland Paris once. Now, I, I wasn't at this, but he told me this story. I've got no reason to believe this isn't true. He was in a venue within Disneyland Paris with his family. I believe he'd had a couple of drinks, which is probably all you can afford in Disneyland Paris. I don't know if you've ever been there, but the prices are yeah. eye Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the legend goes that he asked on karaoke to have um Sera Sera and he sang the whole wash your mouth out son get your father's gun and, and shoot I, the Luton's gun and I believe yeah. some representatives <laughs> of the Disney Corporation asked him politely to leave oh <laughs> yes well that's that's another classic song and that's another one that um you know I was probably brought up on yeah, in, in my in my you don't hear that very much anymore though do you that one's not I, sung... I, I always sing it I oh, always sing that song. yeah without fail is that, I, I is that, that you song. on your own I can hear going I think someone's trying to start a chant over there Pro- somewhere probably probably <laughs> yeah there's that one and then there's uh I mean there's a couple of Luton ones but they they, they tend to be a bit uh there's the, the, wings, of the a, wings of a sparrow. Yeah, that one yeah. is not friendly, and I yeah. think it's a little bit out of order. Uh, yeah. <laughs> didn't Dougie Brigson write a book called Wings of a Sparrow? I think he did. He did, I think yeah, a book yeah. Called wings Very of a popular sparrow. book as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other ones over the years that I've really enjoyed joining in with. Cause I mean, the, Agar- the Agarlo one's great. The Agarlo one was for, fantastic. For, uh, for an actual taking a song... Mm. And turning it completely on its head into into a, so a kind was... of a kind of one off. Do you know what I mean by that? Where yeah. you get a lot of similar tunes to this. Nobody else was singing that. That was based on Gold by Spandau yeah. Ballet, wasn't Spandau it? Spandau Ballet, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a good chant. That was a good chant. There's been some over the years. I always feel a bit sorry for great players that never get a chant. They just get their name said over and over. So I know there is a, a there is one for Troy Deeney, isn't there? There's the Yeah, uh, no, Troy Deeney, Watford's number 9, yeah. But most of the time it just gets Deeney, Deeney, Deeney. Very rarely do you hear the Watford's number 9, well, especially in the Graham Taylor. I remember we went to Portsmouth in early 90s, early in the season in 97, I think it was. Pompey till I yeah. die. No, I am sure I am. We nicked that and then the next week that was ours Watford till I die, Watford till I die. That was we totally stole that off of Portsmouth. I remember being away at Fratton Park going, I think we'll have that one. We're definitely having that one. The other thing we used to do as well, do you remember when we used to go, shh, as a goalkeeper was going to take a yeah. kick? Everyone's going, yeah. shh. You think someone letting air out of a balloon? You just say, shh. 
and as he ran it was oh and as he kicked it went ah <laughs> do you remember that i do remember what that. The, what, I, what on earth were we thinking that was going to do i don't remember the ah bit so much they they tempted to be a bit of uh oh well that, those last two words yeah were sort of cut off they were the, the old school one was the last two words after that there yeah. your whatever yeah it was just literally as the keeper went to kick it, it went ah and he sort of you know a couple of times it caught people out i think they weren't <laughs> expecting it um have you got a top five then i think um i haven't really prepared one but if i had to give you it i would go iggy yeah because that's such a unique unique tune i would then have to go when i was just a little boy bit of a classic yeah Javi Garcia's one. Yeah. I would then take um, Stevie Palmer. Yeah. And then my last one isn't, again, there's not a lot of words in it, but you, you might have heard it. It's the uh, la, 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 Watford. And then there's yeah. the all together now. Yeah, yeah. I remember I, that. I quite, when that one gets going, yeah. that gives me, it gives me goosebumps. Yeah. When you're, I haven't heard you that know, one for a long time, actually. Who let the yawns out? Is another one. Ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh, let Leon's out. And I remember Tommy Mooney's one, which was just a really silly song, which was walking along, singing a song, walking, yeah, walking in a Mooney, in a Mooney wonderland. wonderland. That yeah. one, I mean, where did that come from? Walking along, yeah. singing a song. I'm sure he loved hearing it. Uh, yeah, so uh, there's been some great ones over the years. I, I remember watching um, an end-of-season video once, and they asked Richard Johnson if he ever heard the crowd shouting shoot whenever he got the ball outside the penalty box. Yeah. Because that was one of his tricks. He always used to have a shot, and several times it would fly into the net. And he said, yeah, I can hear people saying it. Because as soon as he got the ball, shoot! And, and, and he'd have a go, and he'd have a shot, and they used to fly in. Um, so, yeah. There we go. That's that's the chance. I can't think of any more off the top of my head that has really, really taken me aback as being good chance. Um, it's always nice when you banter between you and the opposition. Yeah, yeah. So when Wolves came down last time, we were saying 2-0 and you effed it up. Yeah. To which they replied 6-0 on your big day out. Yeah. Which I thought, you know, <laughs> you, just, you just have to put your hands up and go, that's it. Well done. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And, and it was instant as well. It wasn't as if they all went, well, how are we going to respond to that then? What do you reckon? Yeah. You know, they just went, right, go. And they did it. And I just thought, that's fantastic. We had nowhere to go with that, did we? You we can't. Ourselves at, You're no. done. You're done. Once you yeah. do the 2 0 bit and they come back, you're, yeah, you, you see it, you're finished. You're absolutely finished. Us properly. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, good question. Well done for that question. Um, well done, Jace. Yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> Let's talk about the ballot. Um, so I got an email Thursday, I think it was. Yeah, I think we all did. Uh, yeah, I think we all did. So if you're lucky enough to be drawn out of the ballot, um, there's a whole raft of COVID rules that you've got to uh, adhere to, yeah. which was longer than a warranty agreement of an Apple product. As I understand it, if you're lucky enough to be drawn out of the ballot, you're going to pay £20 as an adult to go and see the game. Would that be yep. a fair summation of how it's going to work? I, I concur. Now, my slight concern with this is that they're still holding £140 worth of my money because mm. I didn't. I, I held back that portion towards tickets in the future. So obviously last yep. season, we didn't use all our season ticket. The options were donate it to the club, uh, have your money back or hold it and yep. you can use it towards future games. But it actually said on the uh, email, you cannot use your credit towards future games. 
Correct. Yes. Right. So you've still got to find twenty pounds per game to go in. And yeah. Watch. yeah. Okay. So we're going to be in, I think, tier two when we come out of lockdown, which means two thousand people will be able to go to the game, and yeah. I guess that means two thousand people spread out amongst the whole stadium, which is going to make it 10% full. going to be different, I think. I'm not quite sure what kind of atmosphere that's going to generate, to be honest with you. Probably none, really, if you think 2,000 people spread around the whole ground. I mean, uh, you, again, going back to the actual rules and regulations, it was uh, you could have a, a party of six, couldn't you? Yeah, I saw that. Now, does that mean you can sit together? I assume if you're in a bubble, in other words, if you all live a- together... Yeah, so if it's a family bubble, so if I, so for instance, I could take myself, uh, the two kids, and my wife, who's who's got a season ticket, as spread a four. out. Where, yeah, as a four, wherever that you know, wherever that would be in the ground, I don't know, but um, I have a feeling that a lot of people will apply for the six. That ca- I don't know how many people read that, and I and I hope people have because I think they're going to be quite harsh on the actual um, ballot scheme in the sense of. If you've applied for something that you're not entitled to, let's say, for instance, me and you are trying to take our mates and we've put all our tickets in one, you know, all our season tickets in one thing. Right. They're not, they're not even going to look at that. That's going. It might say thank you very much at the end of the email, but I, I don't think you're even going to be within a shout because well, they they're must, going to be... They must know that your fan ID and my fan ID aren't at the same address, I would have thought. They, they will, of course, yeah. A lot of people are talking about, oh, well, we, we've put ourselves together, we've done this, we've done that. And, you know, I, I almost want to go on there and go, but have you bloody read the email? Have you actually read it? Because you, you're just stitching yourself up yeah. by by not doing it. It's going to be so oversubscribed for this. We've got 13,500 13, season ticket holders. Yeah, so we're looking at six times oversubscribed or more. Yeah, or so, more. So, again, if I put myself on my ballot and I put you and I put another one of my friends and they did the same, is that yeah. doubling your chances of getting... No. It's not if doubling you, your chances. So, if you put on if you put on uh, the ballot that so if I if I put me the wife and the and the, the kids on on the ballot I, I do it once and then my wife does it on her email right. it doesn't double your chances it it has no bearing once your information is on that system it's on that system so it's done so by it, fan ID effectively I believe so yeah I, I don't know how it's been calculated or, or whatever but if you actually look you actually had a, options of games as well I just ticked them all because I, yeah. I I assumed that I could go to all of them. Are they drawing all of those games at the same time or are they going to do right? Next Saturday's game, ballot. Game after that, ballot. The game after well, that, ballot. I, from what I understand, we've entered the ballot for all of those games. With the amount of people that are applying, I, ca- I can't see that you're going to get all of those games. I think you'll get one of those games. Right, okay. On your on your season. Well, it's a ballot though. You might get all six. You might get you none. Could, yeah, exactly. It would be nice to go, but I mean, if you and I both got drawn out to a game, would I be able to come and see you before the game on the concourse? I, I don't know how they're going to stop really, is it? people from mingling and I assume that the refreshment areas are still going to be open. And, I assume and, so. And so forth. So I don't really... Masks will probably have to be worn and there, there's uh, no no shouting. Come on. So no atmosphere, Come basically. On. What's the, I, I do so what's, question the point of going. What's the point in going then, guys? You know, I, What's I, the I point just... in being there if I can't... I've heard shouting, obviously, when goals have been scored. Yeah. Uh, when I've been watching the games on the Hive or whatever, when a goal goes in, you can hear shouting from the stands. And that's yeah. presumably just the officials and the club representatives or whatever. So, I, you know, but I, it's just, yes, I want to go back. Yes, if I get drawn out of the ballot, I'll go. 
but is it going to be the same? I just don't think no. it's going to be the same. I, I, I said to you, uh, it might have been last last podcast actually. Look, I want to go back, and I'm desperate to go back, but I want to go back in the right way, and I don't want to keep coming and going. You know, well, in, it might to, do. You know, so if exactly. If there's exactly. another lockdown, lockdown, f- proper lockdown in January. Yeah, which they're nothing which anyway. Is, yeah, which they're talking about, aren't they? Because of the 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 way that they're doing Christmas. Yeah. It's great that we're going back or some fans are going back and then you're going to have people going, oh, I'm going and posting on Facebook. I'm going to Vicarage Road. And, and, and I feel sorry for the people that can't go. You yeah, know, I do. And it's, I it's, do. Um, there's people that have, have been going to football longer than I have, been going to Watford longer than I have. That, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sure are desperate to get back as well. So Definitely. I just hope it's it's the club does it in the right way and that there's no, nothing's overlooked. You know, it's all, it's done fairly and, and, and properly. So thank you very much for listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Always lovely to have you listening in. Uh, Again, I've been looking at some of the stats and uh, it's gone back to Walsall, Carl, as our highest listening area. Fantastic. Thank you you so much, the people, the good people of Walsall. Uh, Much love. Exactly, exactly. Um, And so really, uh, until next time, uh, it's uh, goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. See you later. Ta-da. Ta-da. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.